Okay, welcome back, everybody. If you're on IceCast, you can just sit tight. You don't have to reset. Or Blog Talk, same way. We do have Blog Talk back up and running. And uh, what else do I need to mention? We're going to have, at the top of the hour, at uh, 12 noon Eastern, that's 9 a.m. Pacific, we're going to have brother and sister Betancourt. I believe Sister Rose will be bringing a message tonight from Miracle Valley is where they operate and are setting up a church there. They're right there in Miracle Valley, Arizona, where A. Allen uh, built the church. Speaking of which, we do not have any updates this time on who has gotten the property. But the uh, first and second bidder were not able to come up with all the money. Uh, There was bids placed of $700,000, plus you needed the closing cost of about I guess it's somewhere around 56000 Um Just a quarter million shy from a straight up million dollars. And uh, so first and second bidder were disqualified. And now there's a third bidder, whoever that is, I don't know. And don't know at what level they had bid. Was contacted about a week ago, five days ago. And they had, I think, until today probably to come up with the money. So we shall see if they... Uh, we're able to get it or not. And uh, I'm looking forward to hearing an announcement like many on who's going to get that property. But, man, I tell you, it is uh, top dollar that they've asked for that. It's about 20,000 acres. So we shall see. And that's just to get into the property. Then you still got to restore it. Okay. Uh, any more updates I have for you? I think that's it right now. Let's just go ahead and get started. Praise the Lord. Welcome aboard. And uh, coming up next, speak my word. Welcome to the broadcast. Speak my word is about to begin. Your host is Shannon Davis. And we are living in the time of the end. King Minus. We have ignition. We will be reading tonight from the King James Vision. Jesus told us to preach the gospel, cast out devils, and lay hands on the sick. If you are not obeying him, you better act quick. He is coming back, and we will all give a report. So, obey Jesus, so you don't come up short. Amen. My name is Shannon Davis, and welcome to Speak My Word. Live broadcast today. Friday, October 13th, 2023. Let's pray. Father, Jehovah, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we thank you for this opportunity to come together and read your word today. We invite the Holy Ghost to come and illuminate the scripture. Teach us your word, Father. Give us wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Write it on the tables of our heart. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Bless everyone tuning in. And in the name of Jesus Christ, we bind every demonic force over the airwaves. In the name of Jesus, let every witchcraft curse and against any of us be broken, fall to the ground. We bind every demonic attack. We rebuke it right now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. No weapon formed against us shall prosper. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, we're going to pick up today where we left off. So, we're uh, in Deuteronomy, and we're going to commence at chapter 14. Here we go. 
And again, if uh, you're new to the King James Bible or if you've been reading it for years and you said, man, I just don't understand all those pronouns, they're there for a good reason. Quick crash course. If you see the word ye, that is talking about plural, the group. In the South, you might say y'all, but in King James, it's ye. And if you see uh, a thee, thy, or thou, that's a singular. Talking about an individual. Okay. Deuteronomy chapter 14, verse 1. Ye are the children of Yahovah your God. You shall not cut yourselves, nor make any boldness between your eyes for the dead. For thou art an holy people unto Yahovah thy God, and Yahovah hath chosen thee to be a peculiar people unto himself above all the nations that are upon the earth. Thou shalt not eat any abominable thing. These are the beasts which ye shall eat. Now notice God didn't say just eat fruits and veggies and seeds and nuts. All that changed when sin entered into the human race. When it did, God said, now eat meat. I think we had obey God. Save the plants, eat more chicken. Eat more beef. Here we go. These are the beasts which ye shall eat. The ox. They have oxes here in uh, Indonesia, by the way. You might know them as like a water buffalo. Uh, they, have, they like to sell here oxtail soup. I've had it. Not much meat on that oxtail, I'm just saying, but there we are. The ox, the sheep, and the goat. Amen. Give me some of that good um, lamb, that veal cutlet. I don't know that I've had goat meat before, but some like curry goat. I'm sure goat milk is probably the next best thing to mother's milk if uh, if um, a lactating woman has uh, her milk is dried up. Give that baby some goat milk. Now, it says you can eat the heart. I looked at the heart, and uh, that is... I believe uh, what is known as a red deer. And the roebuck, that's the roe deer. These are species of deer. And the fallow deer. And the wild goat. And the pygarg. The pygarg is like uh, some species of antelope, as we might know them in the West. And the wild ox and the chamois. Shamwa is an antelope. Had to look these up. And every beast that parteth the hoof and cleaveth the cleft into two claws and cheweth the cud among the beast, that ye shall eat. Nevertheless, These ye shall not eat of them that chew the cud, or of them that divide the cloven hoof, as the camel, and the the hare, and the coney, 
For they chew the cud, but divide not the hoof. Therefore they are unclean unto you. The hare is this uh, rabbit, correct? I know they, they multiply quickly, but uh, we're not to eat these rabbits. In fact, uh, I was thinking, what's wrong with the rabbit? And somebody told me that the rabbits eat their own doo-doo. Or caca, if you speak Spanish. I don't think I want to eat something that's eating its own poo-poo. How about you? For they chew the cub, but divide not the hoof. Therefore they are unclean to you. And the swine? Hmm. Because it divideth the hoof. You love your pig? God says don't eat it. Because it divideth the hoof, yet cheweth not the cud, it is unclean unto you. Ye shall not eat of, the, not eat of their flesh, nor touch their dead carcass. Now the truth is, and I know bacon tastes good, and Lord forgive me, I had a bacon cheeseburger yesterday, which is not something that I set out to do, but there we are, forgive me. Not a salvation doctrine, but it is something that will likely, if you keep doing it, send you to heaven quicker than someone who doesn't, as the saying goes. And of course, pigs, they eat their own crap. They'll eat dead dead anything. They'll eat garbage. That's what they are. And um, they excrete um, a lot of um, what is this? What is this? Is it uh, ammonia? It's some chemical that just makes their poop just smell horrible. And you can smell these pig farms miles away. Just wafts up in the air. Of course, these things are full of parasites. They have really no sweat glands, and uh, they are just full of worms and parasites. Trichinosis is a disease that is passed from the pig that can be spread to humans. These parasites, um, they're not clean animals. Yet I grew up on a a diet that included a lot of ham sandwiches. Maybe you did too. Ham, pork chops, I'm not going to lie, it tasted pretty good. Of course, I didn't appreciate Granny Weber's uh, ham sandwiches when me and my brother would go down to stay with her sometimes and grandmother would cook sometimes she would make us a um, a ham sandwich on some of that white wonder bread and she'd uh, put a lot of mayonnaise on there and then throw some of that ham in there and anybody remember eating those sandwiches they would stick to the roof of your mouth and you'd take your finger and <laughs> pull it off of there yeah I'm, I'm traumatized Oh, I, I don't give don't give me a ham sandwich now. Now, but I have had my 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 uh, share of ham. I'm not going to lie. Most Southerners have had our bacon. Bacon tastes pretty good, but I won't lie to you. Um, I prefer turkey bacon, and I don't need any bacon by and large here. Just every once in a blue moon, unless it's on like a pizza. But I try to get beef pepperoni, or I've tried to get turkey bacon. They just don't have turkey in this country turkey bacon but I love turkey bacon I I think it tastes better than uh, regular bacon it's better for you it's not prohibited and uh, love love me some of that um, uh, buffalo sausage I remember I used to get it down at Publix 
They also made great wild uh, red sockeye salmon in the can. Oh, I miss my Publix. Because I used to get that stuff down there. And uh, there we are. I digress. Well, it's what it says here. And the swine don't eat it because it divideth the hoof, yet cheweth not the cud. It is unclean unto you. You shall not eat of their flesh, nor touch their dead carcass. These ye shall eat of all that are in the water. All that have fins and scales shall ye eat. God is not a vegetarian. Of all clean birds ye shall eat. Before I go the birds, though, back to the fish. Yeah, you have to you have to watch out. You're not supposed to eat eels. Um, I don't think we're supposed to eat flounder. Isn't that that uh, one-eyed fish? Looks like a pancake. We used to catch a bunch of those. Catfish. Uh, does catfish have scales? No, right? But they got they got some fins, but got to have fins and scales. And of course, they're the bottom feeders. What they are? They eat uh, dead things. They just float down the bottom. Why in the South did we always eat the things that you shouldn't eat? Catfish, shrimp, crabs, and pork. Well, I think one reason is just cheaper. And so the po folks, those of us that you know grew up po. Uh, by the way, there was a um, a restaurant chain called Po Folks. I just thought about that. Anybody remember that? <laughs> and then it became unpolitically correct, and they just called it Folks. And then I think it died out. I remember when it was Po Folks. I remember Sam Bowes. Remember Sam Bowes? Um, that was politically incorrect too. Just saying. But why is it? Everybody loves the stuff that we're not supposed to eat. I had my share of uh, shrimp. That used to be my choice um, order when we go out to eat as a kid. Get me some of that fried shrimp and french fries. We ate a lot of catfish. But these are bottom feeders. They're scavengers and they are um, they are created to process the poop. I heard some saying about the Indians. They, they laughed at the white men. They say fish poop. Shrimp eat poop. White man eat shrimp. He eat poop. Okay. You can do a re- you can do the research. You'll find also lobsters are part of the cockroach family. They are. They're the cockroaches of the ocean. Bottom feeders. Nobody can say they taste good, but they're not good for you. Not a salvation doctrine, I suppose, but um, it could kill you quicker than someone who doesn't. Look at all the people who get sick, by the way, eating things like clams and oysters. Always happens. Uh, they, they are the filters of the ocean. They filter the water. And people like those clams on a half shell. Okay. Uh, so, if you're going to eat fish, and I love fish, just make sure it has fins and scales. Right? Okay. Of all clean birds, ye shall eat. So, bird is good. But these are they of which ye shall not eat. The eagle 
It's a scavenger. It's a, it's a, and it's a predator. Okay, you don't want to eat the eagle, the ossifrage, and the osprey. Some of these I don't know what they are. You have to look them up. And the gleedy and the kite, and the vulture. Yeah, those things are nasty. Uh, they reach it. They vomit their food out, regurgitate, and they eat it again. The vulture after his kind, and every raven after his kind, and the owl. Don't eat an owl. These things eat roadkill. Okay. And the night hawk and the cacao, or cacao, and the hawk after his kind. They might be great for pets like the hawk, but don't eat them. The little owl and the great owl and the swan. And the pelican and the gyre eagle and the cormorant and the stork and the heron after her kind and the lapwing and the bat. Interesting story about the bat. Over here in Indonesia, there's a place called, I think it's called Manadu. And it's a particular, particular island, if you will, here in Indonesia where you go down to the market, you will find a species of food that would turn your stomach that people eat. They eat rats. They eat bats. And I don't believe uh, COVID-19 came from a bat. This was uh, created in the lab, engineered. That's another program. We've done our share of talking and warning about that. But nonetheless, you don't want to eat bat. They are also carriers of rabies. We have flying bats down here. And if I go out towards dusk, and I'll see them sometime flying through through the air. Now, when I was in Jakarta, was it Jakarta or was it Maidan? I think it was Maidan, which is Sumatra. My wife, um, Narita, she's originally from Sumatra, born there. We were going through the city, and I looked over, and I, I did like a double take, and I saw this big creature with wings. And there's even bigger versions of what I saw, but they were these bats. Huge. The bat itself, uh, notwithstanding the wings, uh, the bat itself looked like, looked like a, the size of a house cat. It was huge. And they have some weird-looking faces, too. Almost like, looks like a person. And they had these big bats, and there was a particular store that they were just roosting on. You know, they hang upside down. And... Um, they they are huge. That would be kind of freaky. See one of those things flying over your head. It's flying beast. You don't want to eat these things. They're not meant to put on the Barbie. I don't care if you have sambal sauce down here or what do you call it, sriracha. Barbecue, you're not supposed to eat them. But of all clean fowls, you may eat. So the clean birds you can. You should not eat of anything that dieth of itself. So you don't eat dead meat. Uh, you know, stuff that just drops dead. Thou shalt give it unto the stranger that is in thy gates that he may eat it. Or thou mayest sell it unto an alien. Okay. <laughs> For thou art a holy people unto the Yehovah thy God. Thou shalt not see the kid in his mother's milk. You're not supposed to boil uh, a lamb in his mother's milk. Thou shalt truly tithe all the increase 
of thy seed that the field bringeth forth year by year and thou shalt eat before Yahovah thy God in the place which he shall choose to place his name there the tithe of thy corn of thy wine and of thine oil and the firstlings of thy herds and of thy flocks that thou mayest learn to fear Yahovah thy God always and if the way be too long for thee so that thou art not able to carry it or if the place be too far from thee which Yahovah thy God shall choose to set his name there when Yahovah thy God hath blessed thee then shalt thou turn it into money and bind up the money in thine hand and shalt go unto the place which Yahovah thy God shall choose and thou shalt bestow that money for whatsoever thy soul lusteth after for oxen or for sheep or for wine or for strong drink wow or for whatsoever thy soul desireth and thou shalt eat there before Yehovah thy God and thou shalt rejoice thou and thine household now this is the word of God I didn't write it but it's God's word and that's interesting that just stuck out there for me wine okay it says if you're so lust for it buy it if you got money wine or for strong drink what is that like hard liquor or a beer now we've got to look at the whole word of God the whole counsel of God there's also scriptures that say you're not to um, you know uh, drink to the redness of your eye all things moderation if you seek an office in the church you're not supposed to be drinking alcohol if you feel called into the ministry and you want to be an elder in the church or a pastor or a bishop you're not to drink go back and look at the requirements and we know of course there's many in the Bible who drank and it caused them a lot of grief because they got drunk yeah let us not forget drunkards will not inherit the kingdom of God but for those that say you can't have wine uh, or strong drink well the Bible doesn't prohibit it unless you're seeking an office of the church and you're going to work for the Lord okay you're not supposed to drink in that case but uh, you, I recommend don't even drink it you know Paul said to Timothy Timothy from here on drink a little wine for the often infirmities that you have in your stomach he probably was picking up parasites so these the the, the disciples were not men uh, given to drink and getting drunk drunkards will not inherit the kingdom of God so there's a warning better not to do it but you know uh, also there's some that will go out there and teach that you know Jesus was drinking Welch's grape juice. That's just not it. And that's not true. First miracle he did was turning the water into wine. And uh, the, the people who were being served said to the host, Hey, you've saved the best for last. Normally you give us the best first. And then as you know, you get drunk, then you bring in some of that Fred Sanford's $3 ripple. 
But he said, you saved the best on last. They weren't drinking grape juice. They were drinking wine that had alcohol in it. So people don't know the word of God. And God here is even saying, you know, you can have wine or strong drink and these commands he's given up. But moderation. And you know, I just choose not to drink. I'm, uh, I've had at times in my life a little bit of um, uh, just a little bit of whiskey or I've had some Malibu rum or what else did I have? I had some tequila. I think I like tequila of them all. But I, I choose not to drink. It's dangerous for me. I don't need it, number, number two. And when there was a period in my life for about let's just say a year, I was in a backslidden state uh, going down to these bars and to hang out to a bar, you had to buy a drink. It was either a Costa Rica, it was either a beer or some other alcoholic drink. And I, I don't drink beer. Never liked it. I don't want to cultivate a taste for it. I don't need that buzz off that. Give me a cup of coffee. It's about the only buzz I need. And I don't have to have it. I just drink for taste. I'm talking about coffee. In fact, uh, as I mentioned, I've found a way to even cut back on the amount of coffee I was drinking. I just told my wife, even today, give me half a cup. And so then if I ask her for another one, that's the only one cup that I've had. But uh, alcohol's bad news. But I would go to the uh, these bars and uh, didn't like beer. So I would order some uh, this drink in a plastic cup. It was called Malibu Rum. And they would put it either in orange juice or condensed milk with ice. I liked it like that. And, you know, you're drinking uh, white rum. Yeah. You can get drunk drinking that. And I like the taste. And then I said, wait a minute, I could do this at home. I bought me a bottle. And I was making during the day. And I said, oh, my goodness, what am I doing? I can't be doing this. This is how people turn into alcoholics. So I caught myself. <laughs> and I, I don't have any of it. I think I have, I still have a, a bottle of Jack Daniels that I bought five years ago in a cupboard. And we've used it a couple times, poured in a shot glass to kill worms or kill a really bad case of the flu. I try. I was willing to try anything. I said, wait a minute, that's what Paul said. My mom used it one time. She got a worm in her food, apparently, and just was, you know, it was coming out both sides. And she was beside herself and thought, wait a minute. Yeah. Get some Jack Daniels. So she had to go to, like, the Crown Hotel and ordered uh, some whiskey and chugged it like a shot glass and killed that worm. I remember that. I remember what Paul said to Timothy. Drink a little wine for your often infirmity. So this was not grape juice. This was alcohol. A little, that's the key. Moderation. And better you don't do it because if you've been drunk before and you battle in that area, why do you want to feed that demon? It's like the guy from... um, the uh, what was the, the uh, Brian? His I had him on the show. Did a show with him. The dude with the uh, the dreadlocks. He was a Christian. He played the guitar. And uh, he came out of that band, and then years later went back and Brian Brian Head Welch. There we go. Brian Head Welch. 
Well, he stopped drinking, doing drugs, and then he became a Christian and came to communion. He began to drink wine every day, and he said, I, then I fell off the wagon, got drunk, just taking wine for the communion. So he had a history of it. It was bad news. He should have stuck with grape juice. Can't handle don't do it. And uh, I don't want to cultivate a taste for it. I don't need alcohol. So we don't drink it. Thank God my mom and dad didn't drink that I can recall growing up. So they didn't smoke either. I don't smoke. Never smoked a cigarette in my life. Um, And thank God, never did drugs. Only drug I've done is caffeine. Yeah, caffeine. My brother gave me a a pill one time, and he said, take this. It was like a Xanax or something. I, I felt bad. Took one more, felt horrible. Never took that again. It was something like that. And No, I don't do drugs, don't do alcohol, don't smoke. My downfall in the past has been women. And uh, I repented of that 20 years ago. Okay, let us keep going. These are rules. God has given the tribes to follow. Now, and the Levite that is within thy gates, thou shalt not forsake him. For he hath no part nor inheritance with thee. At the end of three years thou shalt bring forth all the tithe of thine increase the same year, and shalt lay it up within thy gates. And the Levite, because he hath no part nor inheritance with thee, and the stranger and the fatherless and the widow, which are within thy gates, shall come, and shall eat and be satisfied that Jehovah thy God may bless thee in all the work of thine hand which thou doest. Okay, chapter 15, we've got time. At the end of every seven years, thou shalt make a release. And this is the manner of the release. Every creditor that lendeth unto it, ought unto his neighbor shall release it. He shall not exact it of his neighbor or of his brother because it is called Yahovah's release. So that means uh, any indebtedness cannot contract, you know, for can't extend more than seven years because every seven years you've got to wipe the slate clean. Now that's interesting. Just thought about it. I guess this is where uh, the system of Things drop off of your credit report after seven years. Well, they're really obeying the word. You get a release. Maximum, you know, they could drop off sooner, but typically it's seven years if you've got to clear something off your credit record. Of a foreigner, thou mayest exact it again, but that which is thine with thy brother, thine hand shall release. Save when there shall be no poor among you, for Yahovah shall greatly bless thee in the land which Yahovah thy God giveth thee for an inheritance to possess it. Israel's in a war right now with enemies that want to not only take all of Israel's land, but murder every last Jew. If you don't believe that, watch the interview on my Facebook wall. 
where a reporter interviewed Hamas and they said it just like that. They don't want part of the land, they want all, and they want to kill every Jew. Iran says it straight up. And that's what really people are saying. Who don't want to speak up for Israel or stand with them, they don't care what the enemy plans to do. And it's like looking on as you, you see a crime in process. See a child snatched up by a predator and you wouldn't go to intervene to help set that child free, but you just look on as someone snatches somebody up or stabs somebody or ran over them, hit and run. People just look and just keep on walking. That's really the attitude of some of the church today as Israel just had 1,500 people murdered that didn't deserve to die. People of the tribe of Israel murdered by these butchers called Hamas. Goes on to say, Only if thou carefully hearken unto the voice of Jehovah thy God to observe to do all these commandments which I command thee this day, for Jehovah thy God blesseth thee as he promised thee, and thou shalt lend unto many nations. Why are the Jewish people involved in banking? God bless them. Many of them are financiers in Hollywood, in finance and industry. God bless them. He says it right here. For Yahovah thy God blesseth thee, as he promised thee, and thou shalt lend unto many nations, but thou shalt not borrow. And thou shalt reign over many nations, but they shall not reign over thee. I saw a documentary by a Jewish uh, YouTuber, and he was talking about some of the secrets of finance that the Jews know well, and why they're blessed. He says, one of the reasons is we, we obeyed the word with tithe and offerings. We're givers. And God blesses that. Goes on to say, verse 7, If there be among you a poor man of one of thy brethren within any of thy gates, in thy land which Jehovah thy God giveth thee, thou shalt not harden thine heart, nor shut thine hand from thy poor brother. Okay, so think about this next time you see a homeless on the corner of the corner. What do you do? You just drive on by? Well, if you have the opportunity, give them something. And I used to see some of the same people every day, a group of them that uh, occupied certain corners of where I lived in Las Vegas. Came to one of them pretty good. He had a Christian name. And one time I picked up my truck and took him in, inside a um, grocery store where they had this food court and fed him. But typically what I would do for him and some others I would see is I would um, swing by McDonald's and get a combo meal. And I knew they probably weren't brushing their teeth and didn't want to contribute to tooth decay. So rather than get him a Coke, i get him a water. But I would hook him up with some cheeseburgers and fries. They're very thankful. Or give them, give them five bucks. Let them go buy a meal. 
But don't think for a moment that God won't bless you. Because he tells you to remember the poor. Don't shut thine hand from thy poor brother. But thou shalt open thine hand wide unto them, and shalt surely lend him sufficient for his need, and that which he wanteth. Beware that there be not a thought in thy wicked heart, saying, The seventh year, the year of release, is at hand, and thine eye be evil against thy poor brother, and thou givest him not. And he cry unto Jehovah against thee, and it be sin unto thee. Thou shalt surely give him, and thine heart shall not be grieved when thou givest unto him. There we are. Here a lot of people say, well, they're just going to go out there and buy heroin with it. That's not your problem. If they're asking for food, get them that combo meal. If you don't want to give them the cash. Or they'll just be here tomorrow. Yeah, they probably will. But many of those people, they die. And one day you don't see them anymore. They died. When the hospital never came out, or they're laying under a bridge and a flood came and drowned them. Well, they got knifed. Don't ever forget poor Lazarus. He sat out the gate of the rich man. And this rich man would throw these parties and he would eat high on the hog. And poor Lazarus just asking for some scraps that even the dogs got that fell from the master's table. And they thumbed their noses at him. And the dogs would come out there and lick the sores on his legs and his arms. I don't know what that is about a dog, but they'll do that. Is it the salt? I don't know what it is. But they'll lick your wounds. My dog's kind of peculiar. We wear shorts over here all the time, and he'll come over and he'll start smelling on my leg. I'm like, what are you doing, dog? I'm not a piece of chicken. So, remember Lazarus. Rich man went into hell. And he said, oh, Lazarus, please just dip your finger in a in some water and come over here and just touch my tongue. I'm, I'm so thirsty. I'm parched. I'm on fire. My tongue, just cool it. A little, just a little bit of water to leak. He was blessed in his life and had all and he would not share with Lazarus. God judged him. Another man, Nabal, was that was his Nabal? Or was that the husband? Oh, it was the husband of uh was of Nabal, I think. Or was his name Nabal? I gotta go and look that up. I'm sorry. Anyway, he's the one that um withstood David and his mighty men who were in the land guarding it from thieves. And they just asked for some food, they were so hungry. And, uh, yeah, it was Nabal. And Nabal wouldn't give him any food. He had a big old turkey leg in his mouth. And his wife came and asked for some food on on his behalf. And 
He said, go and, go and tell them just to go jump in the ditch. And God heard it and smote Nabal. He had a heart attack or stroke and died within hours. They were hungry. They just wanted a little bit of food. Remember that the next time you see somebody with their hand out for some food. Could be you or I. I've been in places where I had 35 cents to my name. And I didn't put my hand out to beg. I wasn't doing that, but uh, there are people right now that are not far from being at that point. Of some that you see on the streets. They got nothing. Thank God I never had to beg. And it would be above me to beg anyway. I would not do it. But I managed to find a solution. And that was four packs of ramen noodles for a dollar. (laughs) I ate a lot of ramen noodles. One on the ramen noodle diet. And also the three tacos for a dollar at uh, Del Taco. Down there the border of San Diego. Ate a lot of ramen noodles. I would eat like uh, one or two tacos, save the other one for later. And uh, couldn't even afford the Coke. But I had I got the three three tacos for a dollar. Had my ramen noodles and a banana. Yep, those were the best times, the worst of times. Goes on to say, Beware, because he can cry unto Yahovah against thee, and it be sin unto thee. Thou shalt surely give him, and thine heart shall not be grieved. So don't begrudge it. When thou givest unto him, because that for this thing, Yahweh thy God shall bless thee. God will bless you doing it. That's awesome. And all thy works. So remember the poor, the widows, the orphans, those in disaster. Stand with the nation of Israel. God told me to do that. I got a word from the Lord. He said, I'm going to bless you. And you're to stand you're to help the widows, the orphans, those in disaster, and the nation of Israel. And I will do it to the best of my ability. Because that is for this thing, Yahweh thy God shall bless thee in all thy works and all that thou puttest thine hand unto. For the poor shall never cease out of the land. Therefore I command thee, saying, Thou shalt open thine hand wide unto thy brother, to thy poor, and to thy needy in thy land. And if thy brother, a Hebrew man or Hebrew woman, be sold unto thee and serve thee six years, then in the seventh year, Thou shalt let him go free from thee. There were some people that were so broke they were selling themselves into slavery as indentured servants. Could you imagine? There, there are people in the world today, especially over in places like Pakistan, which are sold into slavery because they can't pay their debts and they have to bake bricks for years. Their work like 12 to 15 hours just baking bricks. Go to bed, had to repeat the next day for years until the man holding your contract says you paid your debt. 
But if you were to buy a slave, then in the seventh year you shall let them go free from thee. And when thou sendest him out free from thee, thou shalt not let him go away empty. Thou shalt furnish him liberally out of thy flock and out of thy four and out of thy winepress of that wherewith Jehovah thy God hath blessed thee, thou shalt give unto him. And thou shalt remember that thou was a bondsman, a bondman, a slave, in the land of Egypt. And Yahweh thy God redeemed thee. He bought you out of, brought you out of slavery. Therefore I command thee this thing today. And it shall be if he say unto thee, I will not go away from thee, because he loveth thee in thine house, because he is well with thee. So that slave says, you know what? I like it fine right here. Then thou shalt take an awl, it's like a bore, a drill, and thrust it in, sharp object, I guess, thrust it in through his ear, unto the door. Wow. Pierce his ear. And he shall be thy servant forever. And also unto thy maidservant thou shalt do likewise shall not seem hard unto thee when thou sendest sendest him away free from thee for he hath been worth a double higher servant to thee in serving thee six years and Yahweh thy God shall bless thee in all that thou doest all the firstling males that come from thy herd and of thy flock thou shalt sanctify unto Yahweh thy God thou shalt do no work with the firstling of thy bullock nor shear the firstling of thy sheep Thou shalt eat it before Yahovah thy God year by year in that place, which Yahovah shall choose, thou and thy household. If there be any blemish therein, as if it be lame or blind or have any ill blemish, thou shalt not sacrifice it unto Yahovah thy God. Thou shalt eat it within thy gates. The unclean and the clean person shall eat it alike, as the roebuck and as the hart, just like these deers and other wild game. Only thou shalt not eat the blood thereof. Again, no blood. Thou shalt pour it upon the ground as water. Again, I order my burgers or steak, whatever I'm eating. Well done, please. No blood. I've had to send some stuff back a couple times even. Many as two or three times because they... They kept sending it to me, you know, red, raw. I said, no blood. We're going to stop right there because we only got six minutes. So, okay, we got uh, two chapters today. Welcome aboard, wherever you're tuning in from. Uh, hello, Luda. says, uh, good morning. How late is it in Bali right now? Well, I'm plus 12 hours ahead of East Coast time. So, right now, it is um, Friday night. October 13th, 11.55 p.m. here. That means it's 11.55 a.m. Eastern Time in America or 8.55 in California. So, until the time zone change again, daylight savings time, uh, we are, we come off that, uh, we'll be, we're 12 hours now, but we'll be 13 hours ahead when that happens. I have to do all those calculations um, for people in UK that do a program. They're plus five hours ahead of East Coast. Germany is six, and 
Australia uh, varies between hmm, 15 to 16 hours ahead of East Coast time. So everything is synchronized to East Coast time. Now, we are currently doing programs live Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to about 1 p.m. Eastern, which is 10 p.m. to about 1 a.m. here. And then we're back in the evenings. Um, not consistently every night, but I'm working up to that. So for tomorrow, we'll be back at eight or tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern. We're going to have the Demon Hotline on tonight. So we're doing mornings, and we are doing evenings. The goal is to have an evening program every day, Monday through Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Second hour, Demon Hotline. So I do have Victor Mravlag booked for every Friday, so we will be doing a program with him uh, tonight. Call a number at my website. Okay, i got to check a message, see if our next guests are set up. Let's take a quick break, and we'll be back in just a minute. 